Welcome to the League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. This week on the podcast, we have a very special guest we welcome in. We also review some bi-week strategies, and we introduce a new segment here on the League Podcast. If you want to participate in the League Podcast, download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android device, find the League Podcast, or go to anchor.fm slash the league, that's T-H-A, league, the league. All you have to do is favorite the podcast, you'll see a button to send a message, you can record your own voice message, you can just leave some feedback or your own take on what we've said or anything coming up in fantasy football, and we might just include it in the next episode of the podcast. All right, I am joined today on the League podcast by a member of the League, the uh, the manager of Balstradamus. Bals, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy, what's up? Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, indeed. So you reached out to me after you know during uh, what I, what I've been calling Trade Mageddon, and you requested some time on the podcast this week. So what do you got for us? Yeah. So first off, happy Halloween. Um, looks like some of you guys are getting into costume early, specifically Goon Squad, very scary roster, um, a lot of things going on. But looking at Trade Mageddon, I see a lot of people grasping at straws, um, a, lot of, a lot of trades um, that would be considered rapey. Um, so I just wanted to get a few things off my chest, kind of go down each, each roster and kind of kind of talk talk through what I see from, from my perspective, if that's okay. Sounds good, man. Hit me. All right. So first I want to start with Pete. Um, with Halloween, it's really one of my favorite times of the year, um, hot time for wife swaps. So kind of kick things off. I was really hoping to propose a bet with Pete. Um, if he misses the playoffs, potentially pursue a wife swap where our girlfriend or wife wears an Urban Myers mask. Um, yeah, go blue. Yeah, I think it could be could be a hot one. Um, but I do hear a lot of chatter also in the room about about Pete's trading approach. Um, I don't mind all the offers as as much as, as some of the others, but it is a little creepy knowing that he's on, he's on the other end uh, of a shirtless dump. Typically, when the trade <laughs> comes through, so that's that's really the only piece there. Um, kind of looking down at the rosters, there's some things I like, some things I don't like. I, I guess I'll start with the positive. Um, Evan, I actually really like his roster, but, but really it's no surprise. We typically have a uh, similar taste in things. Hashtag snow bro. Um, <laughs> Ryan, um, actually, hold on one sec. Getting, getting breaking news here. Breaking news. Breaking news. Hold on. Going down to the street level. News is in. Ryan Dowdy has pulled his hamstring, setting his lineup <laughs> injury prone. But not too bad. I mean, it looks like when he drafted his team, Aries may have drafted his team. Kevin, are you a dog guy? Am I a dog guy? Yeah, you a cat or a dog guy? I'm a dog guy. 
You're a dog guy. I, I'm a dog guy too. Never had one. Hope to own one someday. Um, but Aries is just a little jumpy. Um, I always joked with Ryan about putting his dog down. That's just a joke. I, I won't get that dark here, but he definitely <laughs> he, he definitely jumps all over you when you walk in. It's like you have peanut butter on your crotch, and probably because of his owner, probably does that at night, and he's just thinking I'm I'm Ryan. <laughs> but you know. Moving on here. So Craig, Craig was insanely active during trade Mageddon. Yeah, a um, bit. Paper plate action. I don't know what's going on there. Um, have to respect it. Um, but overall, I mean, he is very active on the free agent uh, balance as well. His FOB budget. Um, kind of looking at his wardrobe. If he, he spent as much as he did, using his fob budget on his wardrobe, he wouldn't have a closet full of dockers and polos. Um, so I guess for him, it's kind of like he should probably spend some more time upping his style. Um, he's kind of like an old guy at heart, kind of guy you see at a sporting event, taking pictures with an iPad. Um, I don't know. He's just, he could fuck up a free lunch. Fuck Craig. Come on, Come on man. Would, 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 would an old guy wear a white suit to a wedding? <laughs> That's very Miami of him. He must have been in the mode. He must have got a uh, dressing tips from from Pyres. <laughs> so Pyres or CP3 Tsunami Tsunami, and I call him Little Poppy because he's Chris Chris Ortiz. Reverse the curse. Uh, we had a back and forth battle last week. He added a self-imposed 15 point spread on our matchup. Um, prior to our match, I sent him an Asani Jinx via Venmo. I also sent him an Asani Jinx on a side text. Um, and then also provided Hassani Jinx in a group text, um, kind of using all three uh, channels. The Hassani Jinx worked, and he had to send me my money back. Um, I have a West Wareham insider that has confirmed that Chris had already set, spent the money on a Miami Dolphins onesie for himself. So very <laughs> satisfying. Very satisfying. Uh, let's talk about Nick. Team is terrible. We're already starting to see uh, in our chat room the, the loud fall that will be coming from Nick's direction. Um, I'd expect to hear about his whole roster being dead to him over the next few weeks. Uh, I, I definitely predict him stating that fantasy football is rigged. Um, and then I also predict a potential midseason retirement announcement. Hot takes, but these are all things Nick is going to do. Um, my suggestion to all of his friends, Hide all the pasta in your house. He is currently tying linguine into nooses. So <laughs> that Asani, I don't know about Asani. I mean, I saw the vape pen that he had on draft day. Um, no surprises there. Looked like uh, it had been engineered by Elon Musk. So, um, I'm glad he's in the league. At least I won't come in last this year. <laughs> and then Andy. Andy's roster is horrendous. And I heard your comment in the Trade Mageddon post how he's made all these trades. And I don't think I'd want – I wouldn't pick anyone on his team up off of waivers, never mind start a roster. Uh, I look at his team and I just think of it as the land of misfit toys. I just don't know how one owner could collect so many trains with square wheels. So, Andy, what the hell? Um, he flipped Odell Beckham into a bag of footballs. I, I just don't understand what's going on there. 
So um, there's always next year for Indians. A couple owners here, too, I can't really say too much about. Um, Lap is really one of them, super solid. Um, never hear from him. I'm in so many group texts with Lap, and I literally never hear from him. Uh, he could go missing, and I don't know if anyone would notice. So I guess let's check on Lap. Um, I'm not sure if Angie's setting his lineup. Um, but besides that, solid. Hopefully he'll leave the league soon. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. I don't think I'm missing anyone here. Um, I think the league is wondering if you have a job, Kevin. I know. I, I, my family's wondering the same thing. <laughs> the midday podcast updates. Um, I think we're the whole, whole group's a little worried about you, but we appreciate it. And uh, this is you've really put on a put on a great show here, great production. So thanks, uh, thanks from everyone, crushing it. Hey, uh, Bows, is is being on unemployment the same as working for the government? <laughs> yes. All right, then then I am fully employed. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, Bows, that was tremendous. I look forward to having having you back on the podcast again real soon. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Thank you, Kev. I want to take some time in the wake of this week's trade Mageddon to talk a little bit about bi-week strategies. So I see some rosters taking. So one team I want to point out in, in particular is Tebow's before Hose. So Craig made a bunch of trades, and all of a sudden, he has a bunch of players on his roster with the bye week of week 10. So he's pretty much punting week 10. So now he's built a great roster, and no one's disputing that. It's a great team, but he's currently sitting at 3-4. and four. Um, So if his team goes bust all of a sudden, a couple of weeks unexpectedly, uh Punting week 10 could be dangerous for him. Uh, it could really affect his playoff seeding. He could end up playing one of the better teams in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so it's an interesting strategy by him. Uh, Goon Squad uh, traded Ben Roethlisberger and got back Andrew Luck. And both Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz uh, are on by week week 9. And that only leaves him with Joe Flacco when he has to face the Oracle, his brother, um, in a matchup for his playoff life. Um, it's interesting because the way that the the standings have leveled out, you have a lot of teams at the top of the standings that control most of the wins, and you have a lot of teams that are either one and one and six at this point or two and five. Um, so the teams that are really at the bottom truly haven't been eliminated yet because there's enough time if you can rack up enough wins. You might see in the playoffs this year three teams that are eleven and two. And you might see a 4-9 and nine team make the playoffs somehow. Um, so nobody's out of it yet, which is great. Uh, but it makes, makes it so that even these teams that you know may look like they should be out of it, they really should be fighting for their playoff lives. So uh, we do have some teams that don't have QB3s. Uh, they have some late enough bye weeks that they can trade for them after some of the teams have gone through their bye weeks. So there may be some quarterbacks becoming available. Um, you also see some teams that, um, you know, are say seven and zero, six and one right now, that are setting themselves up to maybe take a loss here or there because they know they're gonna make the playoffs to try to upgrade their rosters in certain places. 
I like this strategy. Um, it's good for the teams at the top, and I like that the teams at the bottom aren't eliminated yet, so those players don't become sort of dead space on rosters. Um, so be interesting to see how these teams navigate their bye weeks. You got some teams that are, uh, you know, short, really short-handed next week with six teams on a bye in week nine. Also have six teams on a, on a bye in week eleven. So it'll be interesting to see how those matchups end up. Might see some lower scoring matchups from some teams, but uh, all in all, it's going to make things really exciting down the stretch. So uh, that's my take on some of the bye week strategy I've seen throughout the league. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Uh, hi, Bell's calling. Uh, I want to talk about train offers. Uh, I've been getting offers, and no one's putting their pit naked pictures or nudes, as you guys call them, of their wives or girlfriends uh, on my, their offers for me. If you want to make a deal, I need to see some boobs. Okay? Thanks. Fucking T-Bones before hoes? How the fuck? Do you give the Oracle two elite wide receivers for fucking pocket lynch? Fucking This is Al Davis, and if there's one thing I know, it's great players. Austin Eckler is a top 15 running back. He's got elite speed. I would draft him in the first round every year. Just win, baby. And that's going to do it this week on the League Podcast. Big thanks to our special guest, Balster Damas. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. See you next time. Just win, baby. (laughs) 